This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The National Weather Service is now reporting evidence of tornadoes in 11 states, including even parts of New Jersey and Delaware, after a storm system hit the South and the Midwest over the weekend. One person is dead in Hazel Green, Alabama, after an EF3 tornado hit that area early Saturday morning. Three others were injured by that same storm. Nine people were killed in McNary County, Tennessee. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee says that the death report caps off the worst week of his time as governor. He was referring to the Monday school shooting that claimed six people's lives. In Arkansas, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders had to activate 100 National Guardsmen in order to help communities with the aftermath from the storms. This same system created wildfires in the southern plains and blizzards in the upper Midwest. The storm struck the south just hours after Joe Biden was in Rolling Fork, Mississippi, to survey the tornado damage that was done a week ago there. Alabama Congressman Barry Moore continues to speak out in defense of Donald Trump in the indictment that was given to Trump by a Manhattan grand jury last week. Moore spent Friday handing out ham sandwiches to those who were visiting his Washington, D.C. office on the baggie that contained the sandwich. Moore had written, indict this in black Sharpie marker. Moore then went on Newsmax on Sunday to discuss the case against Trump and the greater importance of Trump continuing in the process to become the Republican presidential nominee. Well, I think we have to respond rather quickly. And, uh, you know, there is an old saying that actually came out of New York that you can indict a ham sandwich. I think it's important that the American people know that you only get to present one side of case in the grand jury, and that's what they've done against Donald Trump. And if it hadn't been for so many times in the past where they said, it was Russian collusion, Russian collusion. And then when the laptop came out, they said, oh, that's Russian disinformation. And then they tried to impeach him twice. They spied on his campaign. I think the American people are getting fed up with that. And I think they need to understand that this is politically motivated. I was I was as well politically attacked. And I was, you know, I was indicted when I was running for Congress and or at least for the state legislature. And it rallied the people behind me. I had more volunteers that following week, and I, I hope our nation sees this for what it is, another attack on the man we think may or may not be the Republican nominee, but we certainly don't need our political opponents picking our nominees. And so this is to rally the people behind him, say, hey, let's get out and support Donald Trump. I'm hoping they'll do for him what they did for me and encourage his family to stay in the fight. We're gonna, He's going to win the race, and he's going to win the case, and that's the way I see it. The Low Energy Cost Act has passed the U.S. House with two amendments from Alabama Congressman Gary Palmer still attached. Palmer's amendments have to do with the Environmental Protection Agency. The First Amendment prohibits bureaucrats from within the EPA from banning the use of natural gas stoves. The other amendment repeals $27 billion in slush fund money that the EPA was granting to green advocacy groups. Palmer says that energy costs are one of the biggest drivers of inflation, 29 Democrats in the House appear to agree since they join Republicans in this vote. The Jefferson County school system has been subjected to a ransomware attack while students and teachers were out on spring break. A statement coming from the school system's administrators say that a preliminary investigation does not indicate that any sensitive personal information was breached. State and local authorities have been contacted and the entire network has been shut down as the investigation continues and the removal of all malware is completed. The body of a missing man is found at Lake Logan Martin. 32-year-old Alvin Nash went into the waters from a boating vessel near Stemley Bridge over the weekend. A search and recovery operation was conducted for the rest of the day on April 1st. The recovery of Nash's body was reported on Sunday. 
For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, another train has derailed in Sanders County, Montana. This train had at least 25 cars go off the track, but not just off the rails, but they actually tumbled into the nearby water and spilled their contents into that water. The company and the contents of those train cars are yet to be fully identified. However, Montana Rail Link is the company that owns the railroad. The incident happened on Sunday. First responders are saying that there's no threat to the public. The former governor of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, announces this past weekend that he will be running in the Republican primary to become the presidential candidate for 2024. 72-year-old Hutchinson made the announcement just days after the indictment of Donald Trump by a Manhattan grand jury. Hutchinson has criticized Trump in the past. Hutchinson has also made headlines of his own for vetoing a bill that would have banned transgender medication and surgery for minors in the state of Arkansas. State legislators did override the governor's veto, and the bill did ultimately become state law. Speaking of former President Donald Trump, this Tuesday he plans to give a speech from Mar-a-Lago, Florida. This speech will be televised by at least one media outlet, Newsmax. Trump's speech will come just hours after he's supposed to appear in a Manhattan courtroom for arraignment following the charges from Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. One of Trump's lawyers spoke about the whole case against Trump on CNN this past weekend. Joe Tacopino spoke about the first steps that are likely to happen in this case. Yeah, and think about the, the grand perspective we have here. We're talking about what should be a sealed indictment which is completely consistent with how Donald Trump is treated differently than any citizen in this country. And before we get too procedural, Shannon, you know, the starting point is we should never have prosecutors acting out on political promises to target people. We're supposed to have prosecutors. I mean, I was a prosecutor for 27 years, and we were supposed to be judicious when we got started. Figure out where does the evidence lead, follow the rule of law, and instead we have people announcing, if you elect me, I'll indict Donald Trump. So it's no real surprise that when you have people breaking the ethics of prosecution for political persecution, that they're going to have suspect indictments. Their motivations are suspect. Their willingness to, to listen to a witness like Michael Cohen makes them suspect. And in this case, it seems like what, what we're guessing the indictment will look like is that it will have legal frailties that will be subjected to a very legitimate motion to dismiss early on. Two Republican House members are urging the U.S. Attorney General to classify the Nashville school shooting that happened a week ago as a hate crime. Congressman Lance Gooden of Texas and Andy Ogles of Tennessee are now joining Josh Hawley of Missouri and John Kennedy of Louisiana in calling the shooting at a Christian school nothing short of a hate crime. The two men have now sent a letter to U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland asking him to consider the attack by a transgender gunman on children and teachers at a Christian school as a hate crime. In the letter, they called the violence indefensible, unjustifiable, and grotesque. They also said the violence was a result of anti-Christian rhetoric coming from the radical left and inspiring the transgender shooter to act. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Alabama Unfiltered, the podcast, as Amy Beth Shaver and Allison Sinclair sit down with two different groups, the Trust Fund of Alabama and the Fowler Davis for Change group, to discuss the unspoken dangers that are lurking on the internet and coming before your children's eyes, whether you realize it or not. 41% of teens use language where exposed to a language about anxiety on social media or on any kind of digital platform. 14% of youth and teens were encountered predatory behaviors from potential mm. online traffickers, groomers, mm. and all. But what's 
what's mind-boggling to me, and this is what people really don't understand, 82% of teens encountered nudity or sexual content on social media. So what parents, what parents have thought was, okay, I'm setting them up on this private account no one, only family members that we invite to, to be friends with them, to partner up with them on that can, can find it. That's exactly right. That blocks a lot of the predators and stuff out. However, it doesn't block them for what they're going searching for. Mm-hmm. So they can take that private account and they can go and look mm. at anything. Um, so you always Never really have to, thought about that. So you always have to check the filters and always check and keep up to date on what um, your kids are doing online. Mm-hmm. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of the daily detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819news for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 